You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more productive. So the focus of today's podcast is all about growing your sales by avoiding the mindset obstacles. And I'm really excited to have a friend and very special guest, Maurice Washington. Let me tell you about him. He has a strong background in business-to-business sales and customer service. His strengths are analyzing businesses and identifying solutions for growth. He understands mindset and obstacles that small to medium-sized business owners face, and he helps them troubleshoot and resolve the challenges fast. He's the host and producer of a TV show here in Denver, Executive Talk. He's been running almost two years, and he's also a big fan of watching, playing, and coaching basketball. Welcome, Maurice. Is there anything else you'd like to add to that introduction? No, that was perfect, Nancy. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on your podcast, and I'm looking forward to uh, answering any questions that you have for me. Awesome. This is going to be a good one. So before we talk business, let me get your thoughts about Cleveland, LeBron, and breaking the winning streak. What do you think about that this past week? You know, I think it was huge. Um, You know, I was kind of back and forth. I wanted, uh, truth be told, Golden State to win, but when I saw – Cleveland win and what it did for the whole state of Cleveland since they haven't really won anything in basketball. It was actually good to see and uh, it's pretty inspiring as a matter of fact. So I was, I was very thrilled for them and their success. So it was good. Awesome. And it fits with your basketball theme, right? Oh, absolutely. So we're, we're good 100% across the board. Very cool. I was happy for LeBron <laughs> as well. So jumping right into the business. So mindset is a huge part of success in business, which I'm sure you agree how did you decide to focus on that versus tactical business skills? You know, uh, Nancy, that's a that's a wonderful question. You know, I think it's a it's a very easy thing to forget. You know, I think we see a lot of uh, social media posts that just says, "Get over it and move on." And you know, I'm sure we see things a little bit more clearer than that. But just something that just really doesn't focus on what goes through your mind. And what I've found is that a majority of our issues are, a majority of our growth is what's happening within us. And my theory is you are your business. And I figure if you understand you and what's happening and what you're putting out into your business, I think the growth will start to come naturally. So that's been my approach for these past eight and a half years. I like that. You are your business. That totally makes sense. So when you work with people, what are some of the common mindset obstacles that you see over and over again in business owners? You know, some of the common mindset issues that I see over and over again is taking past experiences into the new experience of business ownership. It's very easy to go and to look into your past and say, well, I've done this before. And it's not the fact that those aren't successes and that they don't really ma- that they don't matter, but sometimes it's a little bit different when you're actually dealing with your business because there's 
certain rules, there's certain there's certain vulnerability that you're exposed to as a business owner, and it's not really all one and the same. And you start to really realize, uh, you know, you actually start to understand that difference. And I think another thing is what success is. I think a lot of emphasis when you open up your business is you have this huge emphasis on what's going to be uh, your success number, and everybody has their number. Typically, it's 100,000, six figures, seven figures plus. When they go into business, and once they get into it, they see the kind of a struggle to even get to maybe 60,000. You know, sometimes that gets in the way. So those are some of the common things I see. That totally makes sense, and I kind of like your idea of not quitting because something didn't work in the past. I find myself having to dust off previous solutions that didn't work at the time I tried them but might be the right solution now. What are your thoughts on dusting them off? If you're not dusting things off, those are going to be the things that's going to cripple you and eventually have you out of business fairly quick. Um, You know, part of business ownership is the first, actually throughout your whole journey is dusting off. You will find yourself (laughs) something that looks so beautiful, gets so dusty real quick and that you have to dust that completely to the side and start something new. So you have to constantly uh, pinpoint what exactly you're dealing with. I like that. I'm going to give an example that I just realized this past weekend. I used to go to Chambers of Commerce targeting small business owners because I thought that was my market. Recently I realized I need to be going to the Chamber of Commerce to target corporations because I speak Mm. and train not only small business owners but the bigger businesses, so I had to dust off my whole thinking around chambers to, with a new set of lenses. Do you see that with your customers too? They're, they've got different lenses? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, different lenses and preconceived notions, and a lot of those notions come from within. If you, sometimes you, your notions come from, you feel, sometimes those notions come from a point of what you feel like you're most valuable in, that Maybe you're not ready for the corporations. You know, for a lot of people, I know you found that you're ready for those corporations. You just didn't realize maybe the time. But a lot of people don't even feel like they have a value enough to even talk to those, you know, to a corporation. It's it's a scary thought. So they put themselves in a different lens just to put themselves in a comfort zone. So that's one of those lenses that people need to dust off. So basically we've got to put on a new set of glasses every day. Is that how we can do it? Every day. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> For sure. Well, speaking of new sets of lenses, let's talk about your Executive Talk TV show. Did you initially just kind of dabble in video and then decide, I'm going to go into TV and expand, or did you just jump right into the TV without the video warm-up? I jumped right into the TV without the video warm-up, um, which is – well, not advisable, <laughs> but it was the only pathway for me at the time, so that's just what I ended up, ended up doing. So tell us how that pathway came into your path. You know, when I saw, you know, I was doing individual coaching, and I came to a crossroads in my business, and part of that one-to-one coaching is, is, is what I'm doing leverageable. Um, another thing that came to mind is, can I be totally open to my thoughts and to the type of business consulting that I would like to do and penetrate the areas I would like to penetrate. And doing one-to-one business coaching, sometimes you really can't get there. And this TV show, you know, out of all things, I could have did a radio show and so on and so forth, and I just felt like that was a calming area. And I found an opportunity within doing a TV show, and I just thought it would be a really cool concept. But 
it turned into a platform where I can truly teach, I can truly be me, and I can truly constantly stay in the state of vulnerability so I can really speak to, to the heart of the matter versus to the heart and mind. So that was uh, the reason why the TV show has been so impactful for me. It's been a great platform. Yeah, that was really brave to jump right in because I know how much goes into that. So like business, I suspect <laughs> the early days of your show had a lot of pivots and adjustments to get where it is today. Can you share yes. a little bit about that journey? <laughs> yeah, you know, since we're talking about vulnerability, I mean, my very first show I prepared for for maybe about two months. I did rehearsal. I, I mean, I was on it every single day, and I just knew by the – day of the show that I would just be ready because I had I knew the I knew my script 100% I knew what was going to happen I knew what was going to be said it was all there once I got to the show you know being the fact that I'm bald <laughs> I started to sweat 12 minutes into the show and it, it just it just started I just started sweating like crazy on live TV um, so that was one of my finer moments within my development but you know just learning the emotions, even in my daily life and my personal life, that um, I couldn't have any anything that was chaotic. I could not be part of it. I needed to really let all that go in my life. Um, really get really clear on everything I was thinking and saying, because I noticed that everything that I was feeling, all any emotions that I had, would actually come out on air. Um, so it was a, it's an interesting concept when you're just that exposed all the time. I can relate to the sweating. I recently did a video for my homepage, and the lights are so hot. They're like right in yes. your face. <laughs> and you're taller than me, so I'm sure you're even closer. Yeah, I was getting <laughs> a different effect of that <laughs> for sure. So do, you have a tip? do you have a tip not to sweat on TV now that you've done it for a couple years? <laughs> you know, I, I think... If I was to tell anybody a tip to when you're doing your first show or your or, or anything like that, just expect to know your content, but don't worry about the cameras. Um, the, the best way to you know stay away from sweating is to be in your element, which is who you are, and just speak from what you what you know, and everything else will be fine. If you forget about the room, you won't sweat. But if you start thinking about everything that's truly happening. While it's happening, it will give you, it will introduce nervousness into you, and you know that's when sweat and weirdness starts to happen. That's really good advice. I struggled with being in front of the camera for a while myself, and I have no struggle standing on stage and talking to a big crowd and inspiring them and teaching them something. But as soon as the camera came out in the early days, well, actually less than two years ago, so not that early. Sure. I was like freaking out. I'm like, it's just a camera, but it it changes the atmosphere a little bit. Do your guests ever feel like that? They do. They do. Um, And, you know, part of that, since I recognize those issues, you know, I've tried to or I've created a a system to where they can get on stage and actually feel the environment, and I tell them specifically, kind of like I was just mentioning there, is that forget about what's happening. Just be in your zone to alleviate that because as soon as you recognize what's going on, it's over. So uh, by the time they get on stage, they're really comfortable and confident, and they seem to do really well. Yeah, it's not about us. It's about giving value to the people watching us, and the sooner, the sooner we can get that's to right. that point, it's probably a better experience. That's well, that's 100% cool. it. So you're going on like 18 months, give or take, with the show? 
Yes, about 18 months. That's exactly it. About 18 months, and uh, so yeah, coming from my second year, just uh, in this in this pattern, you know, the first 18 months for me was really in the exploration time frame for me to make sure I wasn't going crazy. Number one, number two, make sure I wasn't doing this out of vanity. Um, number three, uh, making sure that I was constantly promoting people and not myself. And so learning all that uh, has been quite the journey within the 18 months and, you know, kind of or going forward is just really about the taking it to a different level. So that's what the journey has been. Yeah, that's an amazing journey. So if people aren't in Denver, how can they watch the show? Sure, they can actually go on executivemoneyinc.net forward slash executive dash talk. So they can live stream. It's on from 3 to 3.30 Mountain Standard Time. And if that doesn't work for them, they can actually uh, go on my YouTube channel, which is under Executive Money, Inc., and they can be able to tune in to any show that they want. Um, hopefully they realize that it's a library of information. So anytime somebody gets in a jam or in struggle, maybe some, one specific show will talk to that struggle and help you get through. So that's the most important value in that. That's awesome. And it's Tuesdays, right, on a mountain time? It, yes, correct. Perfect. And if they want to send in questions, do you ever take live audience questions or take them off of Facebook or something like that? Yeah, I take them off of Facebook. So I invite people to go to the Facebook fan page under, um, obviously, facebook.com forward slash executive talk, and then post, uh, post their questions right there, and we'll, uh, we'll start to incorporate that on the show and get them answered. Awesome. And do you do all businesses or new startup businesses? What are the typical audience? You know, the typical audience, so the typical audience is broad. So it's uh, about brand new businesses up to about 10 years in business. I think that's the audience that really gets a good, strong value out of um, what I'm talking about. Um, but anybody can be in any one of those mental states at any given point. So, um, it's it just kind of depends on where that's at. That's awesome, and you've got a huge following. So, Marie, should we tell them the news? The thing that's coming in. We July? should. Who we wants should. To, do you want to say it, or should I say it? <laughs> it's all you, Nancy. All right. So, Maurice has partnered with me and asked me to be a recurring guest on this amazing executive talk show. I will be the last Tuesday of every month, and our segment is going to be called, Where Are You Struggling in Your Business? So we are super excited to launch that and help more people get over the struggles quickly in their business so they can have more success really fast. Did I leave anything off, Maurice? No, it was beautiful. It was perfect. I'm excited. Can't yeah, wait. We're gonna, we'll be really fun co-hosts. I can see this. <laughs> yeah. So listeners, if you want to join us live, Maurice gave you the details. If you want to catch the replays, you go to YouTube. Let me ask a fun question, Maurice. Besides basketball, sure. if you had one more hour in your day, how would you spend it? Um, I would go bowling. <laughs> <laughs> but that's probably not what you're aiming <laughs> But no, truthfully, I, I love bowling. That's my second favorite sport. Um, if, we're, if we're staying on the sports team, I, I absolutely love bowling. If I can do that at least once a day, that would be awesome. So are they open in the middle of the day, or is that more of an evening sport? No, it's definitely an evening sport, like after 6, after I get off work. So <laughs> I can't do it during work hours. Do you have your own equipment? I do. 
so goofy looking I shoes do and a big ball? No, no, cool looking shoes <laughs> and a cool looking ball. <laughs> Why did so, they, yeah, I, uh, they make us rent the ugliest <laughs> shoes to play bowling? <laughs> they absolutely do. It's uh it's just, it's just, there's no passion from that. So yeah, I had to get my own shoes and my own ball and <laughs> keep it, <laughs> keep it looking decent. That's good. Well, <laughs> I know you have some amazing products. If people want to work more closely with you besides watching the show, can you share how they can find you? Sure. Um, they can always uh, find me on Facebook or just go to my website, executivemoneyinc.net, and contact us, and you'll be able to, again, see where the see some of our blogs, see the live stream, and uh you know, again, go to contact us and ask whatever questions and see how we can help you and go from there. Awesome. Is there anything else that you want to share that I didn't think to ask you today? No, I just, you know, just more of an encouraging word for everybody is that, uh, you know, my last show that I had was called The the Value Within Perseverance. So if I was to leave anything with this show, I would say persevere. I don't know where you're at right now in this in this time, and uh, summer can always be a weird time, or the year could be so far a year time. But if it's worth persevering, then persevere and uh, keep the good fight going, because maybe you're right at that right at that perfect stage where growth is going to happen. So that's what I would leave behind with everybody. Yeah, what a great inspiration. I see too many people quit right before they're about to do major, major great things, and they fall back and decide that maybe they should just get a job. So I love the idea of perseverance. Maurice, thanks so much for being part of our show today. It's been super fun, educational. Hopefully we get more people watching the Executive Talk live or through video. Listeners, I'll be attending Podcast Movement in Chicago this July and would love to meet you if you're going to be there. Just send me an email to nancy at nancygains.com so we can find a time to connect at the conference. And if you love this show, please give us a five-star review on iTunes and rate it and also subscribe. Until next time, go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S, dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.